Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. We are back. Yes. In, I was going to say better than ever, but... <laughs> Well, we're just back. But we're just, <laughs> we're just back. Thank you for sticking around. I know we like to give you guys a big break in between seasons and episodes to see if you miss us. And I know there's some crickets, you know, kind of in the process there. So thanks for hanging out and for tuning back in. I think you have to tell the cricket to be done. Shut up. Right. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I, I'm really glad to be back doing this. I've been, yeah. I know I've been talking, you know, I've been telling you, we got to get, we got to get this. We got to go. We got to do this. We got to do yes. this. But life keeps getting in the way. We've been just uh, obstacles, lots of obstacles lately. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, not all bad obstacles, sure. just obstacles. Lots know? of obstacles. Yeah. A um, lot of learning curves and things like that, mm-hmm. which is uh, always good. Yes. You know, yeah. and that kind of leads us into our topic today. Because we are talking about failure. Yes, and it, automatically when you when you say the word failure, even the words, the sound of it sounds bad. Yeah, like sounds a, really negative. Sure, yeah. like a negative, so scary connotation. And I, but what here's the here's the um, like the trick though, or the the bright side of that is that it might not be as bad of a word as we think, and we're going to tell you why. Yeah, it's perception. We're going to we're going to talk about why. Uh, First of all, thank you to our faithful listeners. We it has not gone unnoticed that you are still listening. Yeah, absolutely. And catching up. Thank you. And we love hearing, you know, people say, oh, I was listening to this episode or this episode of No Stage Lights. And it's just really nice to know that our listeners are uh, hanging in there with us. So thank you. Yes. So failure is an interesting word. Like Terry said, it brings up a lot of negative emotions. And well, I, mean, I mean, think about it. We are groomed with that word mm-hmm. when we're children. I mean, what's it mean to get an F on a test? You failed it. Right. You are, and it, it immediately gives you this pit in your stomach and you're automatically telling yourself, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not good. I'm not good. Well, that the definition of failure, <laughs> the number one definition is a lack of success. Wow. And, and truly, the, or the inability to meet an expectation. Even that word is kind of, you know, you could take that many different ways too. The word expectations. It's like when you say the word expectation, mm-hmm. I think of a boss. I think of a boss like mm-hmm. looking over your shoulder and like micromanaging. Well, we're, 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 every day we have the we, responsibility to meet some type uh, of yeah. expectation, right? Yes, exactly. We're supposed to. Show up on time. Your standards. Post to pay your bills, or you know, these are things that are expected of of adult, like functioning adults, right? That sounds fun. The problem is, 
is that we read too much into failure. And I think too often we tie our self-worth and our self-esteem and our self-acceptance into the standard that someone else maybe has set. Well, and if you, the biggest problem with that, okay, so you have the failure. Mm -hmm. So instead of crawling into a shell or stopping, you know, you you only fail if you don't continue to try. You only fail if you make it the end, right? Yeah. If you, yeah. If you stop there, then that that's the story is Mm -hmm. written and it's okay to pause. I want to, I want to explain that, you know, if you're in a pause right now, if you're taking a minute to, to reevaluate some things in your life or, or what have you, that doesn't mean you stopped. No, um, a failure, like if you're trying to accomplish something and, and, and it doesn't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. That might be, take that as information take it as why it's data yeah why did that happen and am i supposed to be doing this or can it possibly be leading me to where i'm supposed to be exactly and steve we listened to a great podcast today and stephen bartlett was the guest and for those of you who may not know that name stephen bartlett is a british entrepreneur and podcaster he is the founder of multi 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 um, million dollar businesses and he's only like 31 years old, but his story is amazing. And one of the things that he said today really stopped us in our tracks and made us think, and, and just to go along with what you're saying, he's saying that failure is feedback. So you're saying, you know, it's information, it's data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, <clears throat> is it data or data? How do you say that? Tomato, tomato. I mean, oh, good Lord. Why? Data. Data. Whenever I say data, I think of the Goonies. Anyway. Yeah. Failure is feedback. Feedback is knowledge. And knowledge is power. Is power. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I remember the last one. Yeah. Um, I saw the bead of sweat coming on your on your brow there. I was like, oh boy. Terry, she's, tell me her. She's yeah, stuck. What say? <laughs> she's stuck. <laughs> I blink three times. It means I don't know what the rest of it is. But I love that so much because let's break that down for a minute. So failure is feedback, right? You're going to learn something from it. And that's your positive. That is your positive. And if you can, if you can shift your mind to understand that failure isn't the end, but just the beginning of the next step. So failure is feedback and feedback is knowledge. So learning what to do the next time or how to do it better or what to change. I'm going to give you a great example. And for you guys out there and gals that love cars, I've been working on my car, my uh, 64 Galaxy. I've been putting disc brakes all the way around it and uh, never done it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do our own brake work, change pads, things like that, but I've never installed an entire system, meaning new master cylinder, new power booster, new brake lines, new rotor, you know, rotors, mm-hmm. everything, because everything on that car was all old school. It didn't have rotors. It had drum brakes. So anyway, I had replaced 
everything. I got it all done, all the mechanical parts done, and I'm running the brake lines, and now you have to bleed them, mm-hmm. which means you have to get brake fluid into the lines to get it to the calipers to so that it can work the pistons and stop the cart. And for the life of me, I've been trying to bleed these brakes and running into a brick wall because they won't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? More research, more research. Mm-hmm. During, kept failing at it, failing at it again. And I bet you three or four times I literally tried this. And I, I had to walk away at night sometimes because I just would be so frustrated. I was afraid I was going to start throwing tools. Mm. So... I made, you know, did my research, called the company, and I had, and I learned that, you know, I was supposed to do this one critical thing before I installed one of the parts, and I didn't do it. I didn't bleed the master cylinder, so I had to take it off the car. Mm. Messy as heck, because now it's got brake fluid and leaking, and mm-hmm. so I did that, put it back on the car. Working. About, about another half a day's worth of work mm-hmm. by the time it was all said and done. Bled the brake, uh, went to go bleed the brakes again. Still doesn't work. Oh, no. I called the company that makes the brakes, and I explaining to the guy what's going on, and he informs me that I didn't maybe possibly set the depth of the power booster because there's a, a rod that comes in that hit. I'm not going to get into the details, but the bottom line is I missed another step. You missed a step. So now I've got to go take it off again, mm-hmm. but not disconnect the brake line so it won't be messy, but i got to just get it out of the way, and I have to do some precise measuring mm-hmm. to make sure that that rod hits the piston just right. And then, and I don't know this for sure, mm-hmm. but then once I get it all installed again, it supposedly will bleed correctly. It's supposed to work. What was this guy's name? Uh, he worked for the Willwood Brake Company. I don't oh, know his name. you don't know his name? No. Okay. So, the, okay, he carry told on. Me what, he told me, but I'm... I've, okay, I've, well, I've, I just I've, had... A, because I had a thought. I just had a thought, but... So, and it's just... My whole point is, I've been working so hard trying to make this work, and I keep hitting walls and keep failing and keep failing and keep, keep failing. But in all reality, I could look this as a, look at this as being beaten. It's beating me every time, but it's actually not because what it's doing is it's teaching me mm-hmm. exactly step-by-step step what I have and should have done in the first place. So once this all happens, there's not going to be a question in my mind about how well this works and that it will work and I could do it again. So I've basically gave, given myself a class. That's great because we learn from our failures and our mistakes. So one, two things I want to point out about your story. One is that just because we're learning from our failures doesn't mean it's going to be sunshine and lollipops. Very, very frustrating still. Oh, I'm out of my mind. To get through mm-hmm. the muck until you get that breakthrough. But I'm going to have, you're going to hear me screaming Eureka what, when why, I fire why that. Eureka? Well, well, I can't say what I probably really will say. when. <laughs> Where Did you find a vacuum down here or no. something? That you, um, when it finally does work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. You're going to say Yahoo! Yahoo! Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, it can be very frustrating. It it will be, not can be. It will be very frustrating when you're hitting that brick wall over and over, and you're going to want to give up, and you're going to be like losing your mind, like I was over the weekend for other 
things that are frustrating. You gotta just keep going. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard, I but know. just do it. Just do it. So the other thing that I want to say is, wouldn't it be great if we all had whatever this guy's name was, like one of those in our lives where we could call and say, hey, I have completely hit a brick wall. I'm frustrated. I don't really know what to do next. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the step you're supposed to take next. And you're like, awesome. Okay, I'm going to do it. And then you're like, hey, I took that step. Mm, still not working. And he's like, oh, yeah, you missed a step. Oh, great. I mean, okay, God, universe, higher power, whatever it is that you believe in is wonderful. But there's nothing that's like as clear cut as like getting those answers. Like if we could call God and say, dude, or ma'am, please, what is next? And they and God could say, oh, wait, Hey, Janelle, this is what's next. Well, and I'm not part of that about bleeding the the, the one part of the, the master cylinder. Mm-hmm. That's in the directions. And oh, you didn't read the directions? I read most of them. <gasps> All of that. Because All of that right. frustration. Well, here's the deal. When you've never done something before, and it, you, it's a puzzle, and uh-huh. I, I thought... When you've never done something. I just thought it was universal and it was just we'll go right on there. I didn't realize, but I do now. Yeah, lesson, lesson learned. Back it up like five sentences. Oh, boy. When you've never done something before, what is the first thing you're supposed to do? I didn't have my glasses. No, after that step. <laughs> <laughs> go get my glasses. You're supposed to read the directions. I know. Terry, you, you gave yourself like hours in hours of and 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 a toe away and a toe back home you forgot to read the directions honey i didn't forget you just purposely didn't read them no i thought it could be bled while it was attached to the car and it can't be no no because it has to be level but why let's how about the directions part well i'm just so baffled it wasn't supposed to i thought i could do it while it was on the car oh but i was advised that it can't you're skirting around this. That's okay. It's all right. You're totally like, that's why it didn't yeah. work. But okay. Anyway, yeah. so there's another lesson for you. Yeah. Read the directions. Read, read the directions. Try to, you know, it was fine. Educate too. yourself. I mean, I mean need a freaking microscope Mm-mm. to see these. Like Mm-mm. the fine print. No. Okay. No. All right. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry. I tried. Uh, Failure is feedback, and feedback is knowledge. Well, uh, there it is. I failed to read the directions, and now that's knowledge. I'll read the directions <laughs> now from you now know. on. Now you know. <laughs> and and knowledge is power. So let's break that down for a minute. Knowledge is, uh, of course, it's empowering. It's knowing the correct path. Or knowing a little better. Mm-hmm. Funneling down a little bit. Yeah, right. Weeding weeding out the thing that doesn't work. Yeah. So Stephen Bartlett talks about how his company, they they perform like experiments. He talks about his ideas as an experiment. And I really love that because I have a million ideas. So many ideas. Like I always say, like, if I die suddenly and you have to go through my office 
either you've hit a gold mine or you're going to just be like, she was insane. So many ideas written down. I'll go for the second one. Of course. So many ideas written down. But you know what they say about people who are insane? You're only crazy until you make it. And then you're a genius. Right. That people want to know, how did you do it? Well, I wrote in 54 different notebooks all of my ideas with squiggly lines in my, I love writing my name. So like in my name a thousand million times and maybe my address. Cause I like that too. But. And what? That got you good penmanship or. Huh? What? What? That got you good penmanship. I mean. No, I just, I think I just helps me think. Right. Like, like doodling, little, journaling. Doodle, yeah. You do that little doodle. Yeah. Thing. Like I just, but, but my point is, is that I love the idea of thinking about my ideas or an idea as an experiment because. A couple things. One, you don't necessarily become emotionally tied to it where you're like, oh, I really love this idea. Oh, I love it. And I'm going to think about it. And I have the tendency to hyper focus on new things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I get excited and I want to do all these new things. Sometimes they launch and out of the box and they're great. And sometimes they fall flat. But if you think of them as an experiment, now it's like scientific, so you have like your theory and your, you know, your trials and, and, and then you have your data and does it work or does it not? And then you kind of figure that out. And if it's like, mm, this doesn't work, then you pitch it. And I love that because it doesn't feel so tied to you emotionally. Agree. You know? Agree. I also liked what he said about the 51%. Yes. <clears throat> about they- making the decisions about mm-hmm. it's only i don't know if he, he didn't use the word failure on that though it, it's a risk risk it's, and 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 i just need a side note we we listened to this interview on one of my mentors who i adore mel robbins her podcast if you have a chance to go hop over to hers after you listen to ours after you listen to ours of course after you listen to <laughs> ours um we're hoarding you all to ourselves mm-hmm. there are pl- there are plenty of there's enough people to go around, Nothing everybody can have a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Mel Robbins, it's called the fifty-one percent rule, and it's an interview with the Stephen Bartlett. If you, Stephen Bartlett, if you want to go deeper, yeah. Um, this is just our take of what we got from it, right? But they do talk about this fifty-one percent rule, like you were saying. Go ahead. No, it, it's it's a, it's a risk if you. <laughs> It was proven because he talked about the father and son that had the business. Mm -hmm. And the son was catching up to his father as far as success Mm -hmm. much, you know, in a really rapid rate, Mm -hmm. only because when he would go to both of them at at separate times with ideas, the father was way more cautious and Mm -hmm. like, you know, I need to think about this for, you know, Mm -hmm. a few months and get people to sign off on it, blah, blah, blah. As the word the sun <clears throat> would literally go. Let's do it. Yep. Let's try it. Let's get, you know, let's get, try let's it. make a meeting. And, you know, they did get a meeting together right away and mm-hmm. boom, it was happening. Right. And I'm sure, and he even said, he goes, sometimes it wasn't a good idea. Right. But it's, it's more of a risk if you don't take any chances as far as your ideas and stay in the same place that you are currently, which stops you from growing. Right. Exactly. So a decade down the line, if you're in the exact same spot that you were 
a decade ago. Right. That's not a good thing. Right. You have had no growth. And yeah, so that part was um was relating to the speed at which you make a decision and and their advice is that on certain decisions you make the decision fast. Yeah. You got to make fast because we don't have time to waste. We have to see if this will work. There's two types of decisions, a one and two, right? Yeah, type, uh, type one, type two. They talked about type one decisions being a decision that you can't turn back anything. Like if you, you know, yeah. You know, and those are decisions you have to really, really think about. Type two decisions, which are the majority of our decisions, are decisions that you can reverse or go back. So for instance, like if, you know, I always use a bakery. You have a bakery and you think, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to close the bakery and I'm going to open a bakery truck instead. And you do it and you're like, "Mm, man, the bakery truck's sure not working. You can always still go back to the bakery, open your bakery, reopen your bakery or come up with another idea. It doesn't mean you're done baking forever. Right. And now you, by doing that, you've, you've, you've learned, right. Failure is feedback. Feedback is knowledge. Knowledge is power. And and the type one would be like if you jump out of a plane without a parachute, there's no going back. Well, right, right. Good example. <laughs> yep. And so the other thing that they talk about is this 51% rule. And what that means basically is that you're never going to be 100% certain in anything you do, right? Any decision you make. So 100% certainty does not come until you look back on that decision. So if you can be 51% sure it's a yes or 51% sure that it's a no, you, you jump on whatever side is that 51% and you make the decision and you try it. Yeah. And you know, hindsight is not just 2020, but hindsight is a hundred percent. That's where you find your hundred percent. Yeah. So it's really, really great information. Um, I love learning a lot of this stuff because it helps me, um, make better business decisions. And, and I am a risk taker, but I also am learning that I'm in a positive way. So, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's really important to remember if you're walking through something right now and you feel like you're failing to remember what can you pull from it? What can you learn? You're not a loser. It's not the end. Yeah. Failure is, does not mean What's been drilled in our heads. It's part of our yeah. lives. And it's part of the most like successful, like the most successful people on the planet accept failure and they welcome it. Yeah. So yeah. I think, uh, I think that's a really great thing and we are out of time. Yeah. My goodness. Um, we're so excited to be back. Thank you for tuning in and listening yes, to no stage you. lights. We have so much to tell you. We have so many exciting things, um, coming down the road, but yeah, so many things. But um, for now, thank you so much. Uh, tuning out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. <laughs> I'm not tuning out. I'm <laughs> signing out. <laughs> she's tuning out me is what she's doing. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Take care. Take care.